0: any beauty to the group, it certainly wasn't evident to her. They were three ugly nerds. Whatever, she thought. Beautiful people were stupid. That was a literal fact. Their brains developed differently, growing larger in the areas dedicated to reinforcing self-worth through the affirmation of others. It's what made people think it was valuable to spend 35 minutes on their hair in the morning. That was 35 minutes Yasmin could be spending reading Sun Tzu, or researching political internships, time management was the key to life. Yasmin considered any moment in which she was not actively engaged in the advancement of her goals to be a quantifiable loss. It wasn't a coincidence that the top students in their class were all minorities in some way. The white kids at Winship didn't bother competing academically. They would get whatever they wanted in life, whether they had the grades to back it up or not. Their fourth-generation country club connections were the only currency they needed. Yasmin felt sorry for them. They would never know the powerful, ecstatic satisfaction that she felt at having to work hard to distinguish herself. Yasmin gave herself a quick once-over in the mirror. She didn't like her outfit. On non-uniform occasions at Winship, you had basically one option unless you wanted to look like a freak. A cardigan set, color of your choice, with a short black skirt. In the spring and summer, you could wear floral, but obviously not past Labor Day. Preppy outfits were always designed to exhibit, never overshadow, the assumed natural radiance of their wearer. On Yasmin, they looked average and drab, but she didn't second-guess her choice. Being different just wasn't worth the hubbub. She gathered up the materials for her high-voltage electric arc. Tonight was the science expo which excited Yasmin more than any football game or dance. Academic events were basically popularity contests of the brain. And now that Zaire was gone, Yasmin had a shot at actually winning. She took a last glance at her newly organized bulletin board. Calvin Harker would be tough to beat. He was almost two years older than everyone else in the sophomore class. He'd had to drop out of school for 10 months because he had heart cancer or a brain tumor or something. By all rights, he should have been a junior. It wasn't fair. At least Benny Flax wouldn't be a problem. He was smart and had great grades, but his heart wasn't in the race. All he cared about was his little baby club about blues clues, or whatever it was. What a waste of a good mind. DeAndre made her nervous. His grades weren't a huge threat, but he was the student body president, which would carry a lot of weight with the cocksuckers at Harvard. She knew for a fact that every decent college had been sniffing around him since ninth grade when he'd taken the football team to state. Whatever, she thought again. The word was her talisman. With it, she'd surmounted the indignities of ninth grade, which had included an assault of acne and the realization that high school didn't magically make boys interesting. They were the same annoying dipshits they'd been in middle school, only bigger. And if Yasmin ever wanted to have sex with one of them, she'd have to dramatically lower her standards. Not that sex was even a remote priority for Yasmin. The only climax that mattered to her was making it to the top of the class, that gleaming, perfect pinnacle, where she'd grin down at everyone she'd crushed to get there. Outside the gym, 6.30 p.m. Benny felt like an imposter. He always did on these occasions. It was the clothes, khaki pants, blue blazer, tie. The outfit wasn't mandatory, technically, but it's what every guy would be wearing. It wasn't what he'd planned to wear. He'd planned to wear his dad's gray wool suit, which had been hanging in the closet since the accident, immaculate and untouched. It was still in the plastic bag from the dry cleaners. The crease in the trousers was as perfect as if it had been ironed yesterday, not 18 months ago. Seeing it. Benny had stopped. He wasn't really going to wear this, was he? This was a man's suit, and he was just a kid. What if it didn't fit? What if he messed it up or spilled punch on it? What if his dad needed it? That last question was ridiculous, Benny knew. Benny's dad had severe brain damage from a plane crash and wouldn't be needing a suit tonight or possibly ever again. But still, what if he suddenly felt better and wanted to go out for a nice dinner in his suit? and when he went to the closet, it was gone, and the shock sent his brain back into its foggy maze. The idea was ludicrous.